Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for giving us everything that we need, Lord, and just providing for us, Lord, and just giving us your Word, Lord, and just showing us what we need to do next, Lord, and just blessing us throughout the day, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us the list, giving us the ability to listen to you, Lord, and just giving us the Holy Spirit, Lord, and just showing us what we need to do, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us and just want to thank you for joining us this morning. We definitely appreciate, I'll just say, connecting with you through this platform, mm-hmm. whichever one you're listening on. Um, but we just want to thank you for all that you are doing, the, the prayers, the sewing into the ministry, you know, but also just joining with you through this. Mm-hmm. This whatever on whatever platform you're listening on, you know the, all the I'll say the downloading of the episodes, the subscribing and sharing with others. It's not just for us to learn and grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ together, but so others can have that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, I just wanted to thank you for all that you're doing and you're partnering with us in this ministry. And sharing in the the work, the labor <laughs> that the Lord has called you to do, and, and I, I definitely want to thank you because it's the biggest, I'll say, thing that we have noticed. Right, that the Lord said that very, very pointedly, to that the harvest was plentiful, was ready, but mm-hmm. the laborers were few. So, I just want to thank each and every person that's partnered with this ministry and is sharing in the labor that we are called to do for the kingdom. Amen. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the reason we're here, let's get into the Word, shall we? Yes, amen. So we are in Acts chapter 20, and we're still discussing the first 12 verses. Um, so if it's your f- either first time joining us, or you would like to review or re-review what the Scripture says in those verses, I want to encourage you to pause the episode now and just take that time and opportunity to refresh yourself in the scriptures or to, you know, give it a a first read over. So that way it'll aid in your, I'll say, ability to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And now the floor is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and or to ask any questions that you may have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, LaCharles? Um, one thing that the Lord was speaking to me about is that if we look and say the first couple of verses, we see that Paul was originally about to go to Syria, and then he had to go through Macedonia. But the one thing I would like to point out in the scripture was that um, this was the will of the Lord all along for him to go through Macedonia, meaning that the Lord's plan is not thrown off by what a person does in themselves. 
meaning that no man has the power in themselves in order to stop the will of the Lord or to make him force or force him onto a different track. But the Lord had already planned for this to occur and already had the alternate route picked out already. So that I think that is worth pointing out in here was that and Paul had to be willing to go along with it. Okay. Meaning that Paul was not necessarily stopped from going to Syria, but he was told to go through Macedonia. So uh, I want to ask this, not not because I don't agree with you, because you're absolutely correct, but someone may ask, well, how do you know that? Because it doesn't say right there in Scripture. So how do you know that that is true? That he had that he could have still gone through Syria, but it was the Lord's will to go through Macedonia. Well, there's two aspects, right? That he had to a seek the Lord for where to go, and then b to actually go where the Lord is directing him even though he initially desired to go a different route in a different way. So how do you know that? Um, I'd say the one way I would know that was because we can look at the pattern that Paul has already proven himself, and he already had, um, I'd say, a route that he had to go on, meaning that we see in previous chapters that the Lord already told him he had to hit these certain places before he went back to Jerusalem. Okay. And it said that he had to go through Macedonia a couple chapters back. He already knew that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know he was listening to the Lord. But also, another thing was that we see that when Paul was determined to do something, he didn't, unless the Lord told him not to. That was the one thing that mm-hmm. diverted him. We see that with Mark, um, whom they wanted to, whom Barnabas wanted to take on board. And Paul was pretty staunch about not taking him because that's what he desired or made up his mind not to do Mm -hmm. but it was only when the lord told him something differently did he go amen Mm -hmm. so so well done sir and state those bible facts (laughs) but but that's what we're the whole that's the whole point right we're discussing we're good so we can all grow Mm -hmm. right because yes there may be someone that says well that's that's not written right there so plainly no but we can look at all these you can look at the patterns, right? Paul's pattern for his life, which was to be conformed to the image of Christ, mm-hmm. was to bring everything before the Father. And even though he had his own thoughts, right? And you see that even with David, his own desires and his own plans, right? We're told very plainly in Scripture to bring our plans before the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he desired to go to Syria. But the Lord said, no, go this way. All right? But then you also can see that example even with Jonah. Well, he was told to go someplace... For exactly Nineveh, and he said, "No, I'm going to go in the opposite direction." Mm-hmm. So that's the opposite example of right, right. Paul. That, that's, <laughs> so you get a positive example, right, of how we should be and carry and mm-hmm. act and conduct mm-hmm. ourselves, right? Which should be the habit and the pattern for our life, mm-hmm. or what we practice, how we apply it. And then there's a negative application, mm-hmm. and and you can see each had very different outcomes. Amen, amen. You know, I just want to challenge. Um, the listeners and and all of us as we look through the scriptures let us not just simply see it for the surface level superficial what's you know like what first jumps out at the on the page per se but let's pursue god deeper and holy spirit saying lord reveal this to me show me things of what your heart is concerning this show me what you meant show me how you see it how did you see this journey that paul took I know what it looks like in the natural from my natural perspective or my mind's eye because I'm looking through the lens of my own life 
or the class that I took or what that pastor said. I'm looking through this lens, but what is your lens saying, Holy Spirit? What do your eyes see? Because we know for a fact that he is never duped. God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the fullness, the Godhead, Amen. never is duped, never misunderstands, never misses a beat, never fails, and is the only source of truth. That's it. So He's also never late. Exactly. Right, because in his There's perfect no will, is everything is perfected. When, what to say, what to do, how to say it, when to say it, and do it. Mm-hmm. Right? All of that is contained in his perfect will. And there's no failure in him. And so I, I guess uh, what I'm encouraging you, and I hope that you're inspired to do, is take a step back, put on the mind of Christ, and go, Lord, how did you see the situation? Not just, what, okay, fact, step one, step two, here's the facts, and try to memorize or enter into rote memorization, but come into the heart of God. Amen. So when you read his word, you're coming from how he sees it. And it'll, I, would t- I tell you, it will change the way the Bible is read in your life. And it will change what you get out of the scriptures. Absolutely. Not you making it up yourself. I didn't say anything about that. But what I did say was see it the way the Lord sees it. Because there's no better translator. There's no better interpreter. There's no better conveyor of the word of God than the spirit of God. That's actually scripture, right? Yes. yes. That the spirit of God searches the deep things of God. So that he can make it known to us. So that's what we want in all ways, not just to find what we think in the Bible, not just to find support for how we see it or we want to think that it goes, but really and truly what the heart of God conveys and the truth of what God is saying. That will change everything. I mean, it, it changed my life as a believer. Amen. That's also what we see, though, I said Paul like wants to be like Christ, right? Conform mm-hmm. to his image. Well, Jesus said very plainly, I would not have you even have come to you unless he was sent, unless the Father had sent him. Mm-hmm. But then he said, I only say what the Father says. I only do what the Father does. Nothing of my own initiative. Well, it should be the same way with us. It, Jesus is our pattern and example. Amen. So why would we do or approach anything in life mm-hmm. in a different way but expect the same results? Amen. So. Doesn't make any well sense. Well done there, sir. Now, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm going to let you continue with what the Holy Spirit had spoken and ministered to you. Mm -hmm. But yes, well done on the answer. We're putting you on the spot. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Um, But as I was saying, we um, we see that Paul had to be willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. And we see that he was doing this. And another thing that I would like to point out here was that when we go with the Lord, it may seem like he's telling us to do one thing at one moment, but then he changes it. But we know that's not true. Meaning that, um, for an example, if you're told to go down a street and then it, you're told to come onto the street and then you're told to get off back onto the same street you got off, you just got off of, you wouldn't say the GPS was broken. If you look back and you saw a car crash, you would say, um, I got around that and I'm glad I did. The same is true in our own Christian walk. Meaning that the Lord may put us on a different path as he wills because we don't know understand what's fully down the path we were heading. Or the Lord may have some insight and wants to pick up some friends along the way and then continue on our journey. And so we see the same here with Paul that the way he went, it was able to fulfill the will of the Lord and he was able to continue in the ministry that the Lord had for him. And he was still on time for the timing that the Lord had. 
Meaning that this wasn't the um, Lord saying, oh man, I, I really expected Paul to go through Syria. I better fix my timetables. And he wasn't sitting there all night trying to fix it and try to submit it to Paul the next day and say, are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. But he already had the whole plan worked out and saying, okay, I know he's not going to go there. there. He's going to look like he's going to go there, but he's really going to go back in the direction he just came from, mm-hmm. away from Jerusalem to go finish the work I have for him. Amen. There is an appointed time at the appointed time. And you will, you'll hear Paul, if, if you read through the New Testament, you'll hear him say, at the appointed time, the Lord separated me to the gospel at the appointed time. And you'll see that in other places in scriptures that the Lord is not willy nilly. He's not a meandering kind of God. He does things according to his good pleasure and, and his good pleasure has a timeline. It has a time frame that he wants things to come about because he's working every aspect and every angle. Whereas we can only see usually one, maybe two, or sometimes we think we've seen two, but really it's just the one because we're so focused on what we think, you know, we're missing the entire thing. So just, just realizing how accurate our God is, how good he is, how kind and patient and loving he is, um, to know that he has got our life truly in the palm of his hands and nothing is, if we are walking in alignment with him, then nothing's going to be missed. And even if we step out of alignment and the Lord knows that it is it's our heart to be in his perfect will, but we just missed it because we're humans and we're flawed. He's still able to get us back on track. So there's no reason to worry or doubt or fear or be an unbelief concerning it or even fret that, you know, either God missed it or I missed it. Well, okay, we know it's going to be you on that because God never misses it. It's going to be us that misses it. But even still, when we do make mistakes, he is good and he's faithful and he's able to restore us and reconcile us and get us back on track. If we took a detour by accident or or purpose, determination by our God, if we're on a detour, what looks like a detour to us, but it's actually the real assignment or we've detoured and God's like, okay, I've got a route for you to get back on track and I know how to do this. Again, back to Jonah. Amen. Right. Even now, that stubborn little man. No. Well, no, but <laughs> that's, that's what it is, right? But we've all <laughs> we've all done that in various Amen. ways, and no, we didn't have to get swallowed by a big fish, right? Well, but, I have my own version of big but, fish, but well, true. Yeah. It, so that was going to be my next statement. Yes, <laughs> you know what? Then whatever version that looks like, you know. But exactly. the Lord has in, already accounted for that. It's mm-hmm. already been planned, and what's needed, and how to get us back on track, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe stuck in an elevator. Something like that. Who knows? Right? So you have Whatever. Time for the Lord to change your mind. Uh huh. <laughs> no, Amen. Mr. Promise Man, you had something to share. Yes. Well, let's hear it, sir. And the Lord remind me with Paul, um, where he was talking of where Paul, it said that Paul went through uh, Macedonia, and so the Lord remind me that then say that Paul had a string of spies looking out for the Jews and saying, "Oh man, Paul, this is what these people are doing." And Paul wasn't um, looking to do things of his own flesh and saying, oh, Lord, you don't know anything, so I'm going to go this way because it seems better. Mm-hmm. And the Lord reminded me of um, that then again, Paul, when someone saw something that the Lord allowed him to see, Paul didn't say, no, no, you didn't see that. I'm just going to go this way. And continue saying, well, the Lord never told me to do anything. And then using an excuse, be, um, ignoring what, no, ignoring what the Lord said, and using that excuse to say, "Well, Lord, I didn't know you said that." And um, the Lord reminded me of, for example, if I, if, if, if I expected you, mommy, to 
if Bubby said, promise you need to go wash the dishes, and I said, no, Bubby, Mommy hasn't told me to do that directly, and then I go, and then you come and say, promise, why don't you wash the dishes, and I say, but Mommy, I didn't know that. There won't be an excuse for me because Bubby already came and brought the message. That's right. Um, we are only account. We are accountable for the messages that God sends to us, regardless of who the messenger is. So we don't get to pick the messengers that we have. We are always accountable to God, and He knows. He knows the truth. There, like I said, He's never duped. You can never pull a fast one on God and say, "Oops, I didn't hear you," because He knows. Right. He knows when the sound fell on your heart, on your ear and that you closed up your heart or, and pretended like you didn't hear or you shut your eyes and pretended like you didn't see. He is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So uh, before we run out of time today, I just want to um, at least start or broach the topic of Eutychus. Amen. And the importance of not falling asleep in church. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's not the that's lesson not the, here. That's, that's not it. Okay, well, I'm just. I, I, mean, I, I mean, thought that's a good pretty... lesson, and and no, we we should be focused on the word and what the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. And right, yes, absolutely. Yes, and of course, I'm just joking. We, Don't we fall the, asleep in church. Jesus had the but... same the same issue with his his disciples, right, in the garden. Man, so absolutely, spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. Yes, exactly. And you know, it was late. It was I think it says after midnight or message until midnight. But just the the gentleness and the graciousness of the Lord, um, raising such a one up. He wasn't going. You shouldn't have fell asleep in church. He wasn't condemning, or anything like that. And that's that's who our God is. There is a day for justice. There is a time for that. And the Lord knows when that appropriate time is. And but He is good, and He's merciful. Amen. And He's abounding in goodness and mercy to thousands of generations. He keeps His promises and He's faithful. So. Just seeing the the heart of God and moving the Holy Spirit moving through Paul to pity the young man and um, you know just to let the Lord use him as a vessel and it's not about the power but it's about the heart of God um, just just looking at that and seeing the loving kindness of our Lord and Savior and then you know the the young man being restored to life. Don't well, sit in the window if you're sleepy either. That's another <laughs> lesson. But <laughs> use wisdom. Yes. Hey, that's and, the and caution, right? That is the principal guard and guide and protector that the Lord has given us. Principally, Holy Spirit gives us his wisdom. And he says, Don't do that. Don't sit in the window while it's open and you're sleeping. I mean, don't sit in the window, period, while you're sleepy, but let alone while it's open. But um, you know, just just that kindness. So Amen. But it was kind of on multiple fronts, right? Is mm-hmm. there's Paul who's getting ready to leave to depart the next day, mm-hmm. and here he is, you know, it's argued on a Sunday, mm-hmm. right? That they go break bread together. So you're talking about you know whatever an afternoon evening meal, right? Something to that effect. But then he's there up until midnight. So even if we just said, all right, that's that's five in the afternoon or whatever the case is. That's seven hours of preaching and teaching the word. Amen. And he was still going. And then and this is the person who's got to leave the next day. He's got to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. Right. He's going on a journey. It's not just down the street or to someone else's house. He's, mm-hmm. he's departing. And here he is continuing to pour himself out with grace. And, mer- and, by pour himself, and he's pouring out the Holy Spirit within him, of course. But his, just, his willingness to do that mm-hmm. up until the literal last possible moment that he could spend with them. It wasn't preparing himself for the journey. It was just, 
you see that demonstration of just trusting the Lord in and for everything. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and being willing to pour out the word, whatever amen. God put on the inside of him for those people, he was willing to pour it out, even at his own expense. And then, you know, uh, this is the other amazing thing. Of course, with Eutychus, there's the, the aspect element of he, Paul being used to raise him from the dead. Mm-hmm. But then it says how they, after the young man was alive, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they brought the young man in alive, and they were not a little comforted. So clearly demonstrating excitement or expressing great excitement. Like we just saw this miracle. Amen. So clearly no one is sleeping anymore <laughs> anymore for the rest of that night, right? Right. So, you know, it's just this amazing thing, like to mm-hmm. be willing to do that. But, you know, whether you want to call it revival or whatever the case is, right? There's mm-hmm. There's something about just remaining in the presence of the Lord that when that is the case, when you can tell, sense, and even feel the presence and the glory of the Lord, nothing else matters. Amen. Or, or nor should it. Amen. And, you know, like for Eutychus, and I'll, we'll pick this up on the next episode, him wanting to not miss anything, even though he was falling asleep, I still want to be here. I still want to be in the presence of the Lord instead <laughs> of being like, hey, man, hey guys, I got to call it a night. I need to take myself home because I won't be able to make it. But he wanted to stay for every last drop. So there's something commendable about that as well. Till he dropped. Well, and the, the Lord window. raised him up again. Hallelujah. Amen. He didn't Which find he any fault that. with him. He's gracious. Mm-hmm. Well, it just, just shows the, the wonderfulness of our Lord. Amen. So there's a lot in there. So let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Well, we just thank you for your understanding, Lord, and your wisdom that you give to us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your presence, Lord, that it's in our midst, Lord, and that we can come to you boldly, Lord, and that you fill any place where we are, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that we have the opportunity to minister, Lord, and to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.